0: I today. After upsetting Baylor yesterday, Iowa State will look to get the upset over Kansas today in the Big Twelve Tournament semifinals at T Mobile Center. After finishing third in the conference, the Cyclones women's basketball team earned a bye and will play Baylor in the quarterfinals tonight. And Michaela Schiffer won her record tying 86th World Cup race in skiing. The 27-year-old American will now have a chance to break the record tomorrow in a slalom race. I'm JD Haffren. <laughs> From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow smoked wings and world famous baby back ribs. This is Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three KXNO.
1: Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Cond and Ken Miller with you until 1 o'clock. 20 minutes or so from now, Tom Cakert, HawkeyeReport.com on the Hawkeyes as they. Now sit on the sidelines and wait for Selection Sunday to find their destination and their seed. We'll give you an opportunity to win barbecue from Claxons before we get out of here at 1 o'clock. Let's head to Vegas, shall we? <laughs> uh, to the South Point we'll go. Long-time bookmaker, author. Uh, he's Chris Andrews, and he joins us. Chris Trenton, Cannon, Des Moines. Thanks for finding time. It's a busy time, I know, for you, Chris. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing great, guys. Good talking to you. It's yes, been a long time.
1: It has. Too long. Um, But uh, good to talk to you as well. So conference tournament, how has this week changed from when you started doing this? I mean, I know conference tournaments probably weren't played back then, or certainly not to the extent. You've been doing a long time. <laughs> but how has it changed, say, in the last 10 years? I see this as becoming, this weekend, or this week rather, becoming m- maybe not to the level of next week, but certainly has closed the gap significantly. Fair to say?
0: Uh, no, I would okay. not say, <laughs> I hate to say, uh, th- this is, um, well, first of all, it's been very good. Let- let's not underestimate it. We- we've had a lot of fun this week. The crowds have been very good. The action's been strong, but you know, you have to remember most of these teams are playing for the third time this, uh, when you get to the tournament, couple, couple tournaments are a little bit different, but most of the time it's the third game. So we all kind of know what the number should be. We know what the total should be. We know what the money line should be. So there's not a whole lot of movement. And you know, in our business, uh action creates action. So when you see a lot of movement, uh that you know, you might think, you know, just pulling anything out, Michigan State should be a three point favorite. Well, somebody else thinks they should be a seven point favorite. And you know, the number will move uh in between those two numbers as the action comes in, and that creates a lot of action itself. Uh, what we do see now, though, is that these numbers are pretty solid. And we listen, we get movement, we get play, and everything's been great. But it's nowhere near what it is next week, not, not even close.
2: The quick turnaround factor that you have in conference tournaments, when we get to the NCAA tournament, there's that date gap in between uh, each teams in the first and second round. How much more difficult does that make bookmaking for you guys there?
0: Oh, I don't know It makes it more difficult. You know, I mean, we're always set with – we're given a set of circumstances and we deal with it. And, uh, you know, I don't think anything's any better, any worse. You know, I think the conference tournaments, that's actually a little tougher uh, because sometimes you you see a guy – you guys put in, you know, 40 minutes maybe and then Mm -hmm. they're, you know, uh, maybe an underdog and they have to come back and play the same – you know, rotation the next day, and that may have a little bit of an effect. But as I said, you know, we, we really, we kind of know what these numbers should be. Uh, you know, our power ratings aren't going to be that far off. Whereas, like, you get into the uh, to next week, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. You get Florida Atlantic against, um, you know, a team like Kansas, let's say. Well, you know, they, they've, you know, as far as I know, they've never played before. You know, the number mm-hmm. could be all over the place and opinions. And I know I'm watching FAU right now, they're pretty good.
3: You know, but,
0: uh, how they stack up against, uh, you know, one of the top teams in the country. I mean, that remains to be seen. And we've seen teams like this that go, you know, all the way to the final four, you look at like a George Mason or, you know, Butler, some of those years. And, uh, you know, that, that that could happen again. I, and I have a feeling it's going to happen again this year. I just don't know who that particular team is.
1: Yeah, it's so wide open. So let me ask you about Jalen Clark and UCLA. That was one of the... I'm sure try, everybody's yeah. trying to find that team, right? And it's so wide yeah. open this year, and I thought maybe it's UCLA. I read a piece yesterday, analytically, that uh, Jalen Clark's worth 11 points, him not being on the floor. Uh, defensive how he's I mean, defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. Your opinion on UCLA with him no longer being uh, able to answer the bell. Has it changed?
0: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had them, you know, I, I work on different sets of power ratings, you know, and I'm constantly, um, you know, reevaluating. And I'm trying to think where I had UCLA. I mean, I have them like two points from, I have Houston, my number one team. I had UCLA two points underneath them. Um, you know, I'm not sure I got to talk to some of my people and, you know, 11 points is ridiculous. It's not going to be that much of right. a difference in the power ratings. Uh, I'm thinking maybe three, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, which is pretty significant. I got to tell you, and uh, so that goes from uh, you know two points under Houston to five points under Houston. I think it's going to be around there, but like I said, I got to talk to my people who uh, they really probably you know, I respect their opinion more than I respect my own. <laughs> you know, so I have to see what they think. You
2: know, uh, hey, I got to give a shout out of a team. I know at least a football team that you root for. You always keep your eye on Penn State, of course, being a Pennsylvania guy. <laughs> I love sure. this basketball team. I, I've said all year long, I, I have an absolute man crush on them. I, I think that they have a <laughs> chance with the right draw to make, not just a run into the s- second weekend. I think they can make an Elite Eight with the right draw. They can just beat you so many ways. Pickett is this such a different you kind know. of talent than what we're used to. You know
1: he didn't have offers out of high school. Isn't it crazy? And,
2: and there's so many of those guys yeah. out there. The way that Shrewsbury has built this team up. They're by Dark Horse. I love them now. Bracket dependent, I get it. What are you seeing on the Nittany Lions? What what kind of bet would you give me? Are you guys taking Final Four odds or is it only national championships there at South Point?
0: Right now, we're only taking uh, we're right now we're only taking uh, national championship. Once the brackets come out, we'll take Final Four Good. naturally. But uh, so far, we're only having uh, to win it all. But Penn State still they're kind of high up there. Right. Um, I, you know, I was talking to some people today. I don't know. I think they're going to be maybe a ten or eleven seed myself. Um, so we 'll see you know the brackets really can dictate a lot as to uh you know who's live and who isn't, and I always tell guys you know we as bookmakers we don't make the brackets, we just make the number, you know, so i don't know how it's going to work out, but i, I think there'll be about an eleven seed you know they're they're live listen they've played tough all year, and you come out of the and I know the big ten probably isn't as good as the big eight this year or maybe even the s e c but uh you know that's tough going on the road a couple times. Uh, you know every couple weeks and playing you know in Ohio State, and Michigan, and Iowa and all those other teams. That's not easy to do. So they're they're pretty battle tested.
1: You know, UConn's one of those teams when they when they win national championships. It seems like it's one of those years similar to this, right? Kind of wide open with no definitive choice. Remember the last time they won, it was for sure. Might UConn oh, be yeah. that team? Might might UConn be that team this year, Chris?
0: Oh, I got UCallon rated very high. Yeah, I think they're, they're definitely a live team. And again, we have to see where the, uh, um, where the uh, brackets put them. I'm trying to see real quick here. Yeah, I got them, you know, highly, highly rated. I think that's absolutely a very dangerous team. And, uh, you know, with the right seed and with uh, the right, uh, you know, circumstances that unfold, I think that could be a team right there. Uh, the other thing I would say though, uh, that I think the seedings, are a little bit overrated because, you know, you get like that one seed. You know, you're going to have a tough game in the second round. You're going to play the 8-9 winner. You know, you're a two seed. You're going to play the 7-10 winner. Those are tough games. Whereas you go a little bit further down the bracket, and uh, there's upsets that happen. So, you know, we or, or very famously, the 12 seeds win all, one game almost every year. So that eliminates a five seed. And, you know, there's some other ones, you know, so I think the seeding could be a little bit overrated. You still have to go out and win your games. And, uh, listen, once you get past that first round, there's a lot of tough games. And, and recently there's a lot of tough games in the first round, yeah. too. Mm-hmm.
1: right. And Hawks saw- right into one of those <laughs> last year. <laughs> yeah,
2: Richmond got yeah. him in yeah. the opening round. And let's talk about the local front here, uh, what your power numbers say about Iowa, Iowa State. Let's throw Drake into the mix, too. They, A lot of people, bracketologists have them on the 12 line. Your thoughts on the locals here in the state of Iowa?
0: Well, I got to tell you, I was kind of surprised today when I looked at uh, I looked at Joe Lenardi's uh, rankings today, and he still has Iowa on as a number eight seed. Yeah. I wasn't sure they were going to even make it. I got to <laughs> tell you, I hate to say that, but I I thought they'd be uh, you know maybe a ten, eleven, yeah. something like that. And uh, yeah, you know, I was surprised they have an eight. I mean, as Iowa State of five, and I can see that. I think it's another really good team. And, uh, once again, you know, that big eight schedule or big, <laughs> big eight, listen to me, hmm. big 12 schedule. You don't have too many, uh, breaks along the way. You know, you're hmm. playing somebody tough, uh, pretty much every single night. I think that's definitely to me the number one conference. I mean, just there's no, there's no spots right. to relax anywhere on that schedule. Now, Drake, I got them and I'm looking and they're, they're definitely trending up. Um, you know, from about a week ago, I got them about two points higher. Uh, than I did, as I said a week ago. Now I'll, I'll redo my power ratings Sunday morning. It's it's a fool's errand to try to do them right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to wait till Sunday morning, and I'm going to redo them. But right now they're kind of on an upward trend. I'm not sure whether you put them on the seeds, but you know that's another. That, that, those schools are tough, you know. And there's a lot of those kids who uh, who don't jump to the pros. So you have like some a lot of older kids. You got men out there playing, you know. So. Uh, you know, I think Drake is definitely, you know, there's a team to watch. Like I said, somebody's going to come out of nowhere. I'm not sure who it is, but, uh, you know, Drake, I'm looking. Yeah, I got them about three, four points better than anyone else in that conference, which I think is a pretty tough conference. So, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's they'd be live, I think.
1: A couple of Blue Bloods I want to ask you about that are starting to maybe look like they deserve to uh, that status again. Um Duke and Kentucky, both of those two yeah. schools really struggled, Chris, as you know. Now they're seemingly hitting their stride when they should be hitting it. Kentucky and Duke, where are you on those two?
0: Well, yeah, it's interesting you mentioned both of those. I think Duke is a team that I've been watching probably for a couple of weeks now, and they've just gotten better and better and better. Um, you know, you've got a new coach, and it's always tough to follow a legacy like Krzyzewski, You know, but they've slowly put it together. Now Kentucky, you know, I mean, everybody knows they have talent. Um, but they've really come along and I'm looking at them. They keep going up in my power rating pretty much every single week. Um, uh, you know, I use a hundred as the top level and I got them up to 90, which is they haven't been close to a 90 all year, but right now that's the way they're playing. So, you know, this is a team, you know, again, I have no idea where they're going to get seated. You know, you look at you know, teams like Duke, Kentucky, Kansas not that they're not great they are but they kind of get overseeded if anything every year now Kansas is going to be a number one probably anyway uh and deservedly so but sometimes you get teams they should maybe be a four or five or a six and they wind up as a three or a two you Now, so that that may uh have a difference there I'm not sure exactly where Kentucky's going to be but I tell you they're they're playing really really well and uh having them at a 90 uh I had them you know Earlier in the year, probably 7, 8, maybe even 10 points worse uh, as the year, when the year started.
2: Chris, uh, final thing for me, I'll let Ken finish up with you. and You've been known in the bookmaking industry, come up with new ideas. What was it? The pleaser that you had back in the yeah. day with 10, 13-point pleasers yeah. in football. <laughs> you come up with the idea. You pick two or three, four teams in college football against the field to win a national championship. I know that was popular a couple of summers yeah. bet. Anything that is you're working on for the NCAA tournament? Anything that you guys have up your sleeve out there at the South Point?
0: Well, yeah, we got uh, three groups we're going to put together, and then a field after that. You know, so it's going to be a pretty thick. Uh, you probably each of these groups are going to be about three to one, maybe even a little bit less with uh, Houston in it. Uh, but we're going to have uh, you know one each of the one seeds, and uh, it, of course with three of them, we're going to have uh, two of them. will have or one of them will have two number one seeds, so okay. we'll have that. We also do, you could bet by seed. You could bet by conference, uh, you know, that sort of thing. The other thing that we started doing a couple of years ago has really become popular for each individual game. We're the first team to 15 points. Hmm. And, uh, That has been wild, I'll tell you. We had guys in here, and you know, you win or lose pretty quickly. And uh, it's a couple years ago. I had a couple of people in here watching, and we got we got murdered on that. And I got to tell you, we were we were laughing really because it's the exact guys that you want to win. You know, I mean small guys that you know 100 bucks 200 bucks maybe 300 bucks and they they crushed us but we were loud because you know those kind of guys and i was, don't ever cry for the bookmaker we're going to be fine <laughs> yeah, D- you know D- so D- that, that was the perfect that was the perfect guys to beat us you know and i hope they come back this year because they really added a lot of excitement
1: oh it's such a wonderful time last thing for me um and, but away from college basketball the aaron rogers rumors what did that do to business for the jets this week as far as futures if anything
0: well, they've tumbled pretty good. Not bad. Uh bad. Yeah, I think we had them. Uh, I think when we first put them up. We had them about fifty to one. We're down to twenty to one now, and uh, we're we're we about break even on them at this point in time, you know. But uh, I mean, it's been a steady climb down the ladder Jeez. with the uh, with the odds, you know. I mean, it looks like you know, and I'm just going by what I read in the paper, you know. But it looks like it's going to be the Jets or retirement. Yeah. You know, I don't think he's going back to the Packers. But you know, like I don't know anything. I'm just reacting to the money that comes in.
1: Chris Andrews from the South Point, sure appreciate it, Chris. Love being out there. Love the fact that you've dedicated that spot for us horse players. You haven't forgot about us <laughs> yeah. yet. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. We got a good weekend this weekend. Tampa Bay Derby, the Florida Oaks. Yeah. Getting closer we'll to
1: the first Saturday in May. Good stuff, yeah. Chris. Thanks yeah. for doing this. You're right. It has been too long. We'll do it again. Thank yes. you, Chris Andrews.
0: You got it. Good talking to you.
1: Yeah, guys. good talking to you. Chris Andrews, long-time bookmaker in Las Vegas, behind the counter back in the 70s, for crying out
2: loud. Well, one of the not-just-preeminent voices in bookmaking.
1: Did he, not, did he get uh, did he—he's an all-famer, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he, I
2: thought so. He is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He's a terrific person. Terrific he, he person. Is a, yep. As great of a bookmaker as he yep. is, he's a better person. And he's yep. a hall of famer as a bookmaker. Mm-hmm. That says what kind of guy and a great
1: he is. dinner guest.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, he is. The stories oh, that he has, and uh, he's written two books. They're very good. They are about bookmaking. The yep. one in twenty twenty is everything shut down and yep. not the way that he initially did it. And uh, he's got a new. He's got a book out that is not like he did with bookmaking. It's a novel. That he has just released as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, about him. so it's got he's, some depth to him. He absolutely does. And uh, Chris, just a great person. Certainly, if you're out there, Ken will tell you as a horse player, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's
1: it's as good as there is that you're going to yep. find in Vegas for yep. horse players. Yep. their sports book is great. It's really good. They got the dollar twenty-five hot dog they cart. Do? They used to be down. What's the name of the joint? The uh, oh, it's right next to Flamingo. It's no, it's no, it's the Cromwell now, I think. But anyways. That was so famous. I mean, Mm -hmm. so famous. The the lines for the buck and a quarter dogs. And it's right there. You can get
2: that. It is. I love it. I I love this. We talk about Circa, and Circa is awesome, too. Mm -hmm. But you want to stay just off the Strip, the South Point. It's the south tip of the Strip there. Mm
1: -hmm. Right across, not right across, but within, oh, a half a mile of that big outlet mall. Mm -hmm. There's two outlet malls, one on the north end, one on the south end. The south end, one's the... um, uh, the, the Northwind ones, kind of the upper scale, if you will. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a great spot. It's a great, and maybe the soon to be home of the uh, A's, because I know that they've got there's a plot of land just north of the South Point. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's vacant. Mm-hmm. There's some talk that that might be where the baseball stadium is built. If indeed that that comes. Pretty to good fruition. for business at the South yeah, Point. Yeah, I huh? would say. I would say. <laughs> I mean, the trend, it's 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it was taboo in Las Vegas. Yeah. They don't want anything to do with gambling and sports. Are you kidding me? I mean, Goodell, that's the furthest thing from his mind. All of them, all the commissioners. And <laughs> NHL is there. NFL is there. NBA wants to get there, and it sounds like they will, and the yeah. M- M- MLB's on the precipice. The Sweet 16 and Elite 8 are going to be in Las Next Vegas. Next year, the Super Bowl is there.
2: Unthinkable. Not too long ago,
1: Final Four. In how many years is it? Four, five years? I Brighten think that range. it's not far down the road. I mean, why wouldn't it be there? That's a good airport. I was mm-hmm. going to say great. It's not great. It's solid. It's solid. Yeah. What's it called now? It's not McCarran anymore. No, it's Harry Reid. Harry Reid. Harry Reid Airport. Um, and just all of the places, the hotels. Everybody's ever. You know, you're not spread out mm-hmm. like you are at some cities for like some Houston. Like you Houston. Like Houston. I bet. You hear
2: Houston all the time. It's a terrible event city.
1: Right. Because it's all spread out. Right. The New Orleans the New Orleans should host the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. Because everybody, Maybe every other. But okay. But yeah. everybody's gonna be on Bourbon Street, yes. right? Um everybody's gonna be on the strip or downtown Las Vegas for these events. I can't believe that just how opinions have changed. And let's be fair and let's be honest. It hasn't hurt the marketing relationships that have come along with that. Uh-huh. And the owners have seen that, ka uh, going into their pocketbooks. Tom Kakert next, 1225. Miller and Condon till one. Claxon's still to come. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106. today.
2: If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renters Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renters Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to renterswarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. 515-528-4429. Renner's Warehouse. You can't buy happiness. When you bet the college hoops action in March, you want to bet where the pros bet with Circus Sports get all the benefits of the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips with the Circa Sports app. Experience high limits, low holds, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. Download your new bookie today and bet
1: like a pro from anywhere in Iowa.
2: Don't miss any of the
1: March action.
2: Visit CircaSports.com for details.
1: Must be 21 and present in the state of Iowa to place wagers. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
2: Trent Kana joined once again by Dr. Ethan Heisman from Elite Eye Care on University Avenue in West Des Moines. Dr. Dr. Heisman, you're one of the few eye doctors that provides corneal refractive therapy in Iowa.
3: This is a unique contact lens that is only worn when sleeping at night, similar to maybe a retainer. And what it does is you're wearing it at night, it gently reshapes the eye to correct nearsightedness. So that way during the day, no glasses or contact lenses have to be worn to have crisp vision all day long.
2: Eye exams, contact lenses, eyeglasses for you and your family with By Mutual.
3: Every sunrise offers new opportunities to dream big, or to take that next small step. Every sunrise is another chance to build on the one before or to start with a clean slate. The sunrise is tomorrow's promise made real, and Grinnell Mutual is tomorrow's promise protected. Trust in tomorrow and contact a Grinnell
2: Mutual agent of Des Moines.
1: Hi, I'm Hillary Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. 10 or 12 minutes, we will give you an opportunity uh, to join us and win some barbecue at Claxon's Barbecue, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Tom Cakert thought, well, certainly we'd be spending more than a night in Chicago, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Are you back from Chicago, Tom Cakert?
3: Yep, I'm back in the Quad Cities already. Uh, I've, been, I've got up at... Uh about six thirty, seven o'clock, and hit the road and on home. So good to be back home.
1: Yeah, it would, it would have been better if you would have stayed. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> selfishly, yeah, you wish you would have spent the yeah. weekend. But uh, it wasn't to be, right?
3: Was not to be. Um, this team is confounding. Uh, I think would be yeah. the how does how does a team that goes to Indiana and puts a twenty point mm-hmm. whooping on on maybe the hottest team in in the Big Ten then come out and Lay a couple eggs. I don't know. I don't know. They're one in seven against the bottom of the Big Ten. It's
2: Remarkable. It's it's not good, and the resume is fine to be selected. But sure. you know, you kind of you look through it, you comb through it. Nineteen wins. You got the what? Twelve losses now on the resume. Thirteen, whatever it is. It just yeah. eight nine seed, ten seed, right in that range. Does it matter though? I mean, does it? We talk about matchups, and it's matchup dependent. But the way this team is playing, does it matter, or is it this team's ready to get out of there? This season's over, and, and they've, for all intents and purposes, checked out. Is that fair?
3: I would I would lean that direction, but oh. um, you never know with a basketball team. And I've always said this, guys. This has been my, my mantra forever is, they're going to go to the Sweet 16 when we least expect
1: I them. I totally agree with you, and it's this year Tom Kicker. I've been telling Trent Condon every single no. one of these breaks no. that it's happening this year, that they got bounced, that they're going to be an 8-9-10 seed. No one's going to give them a prayer. They're going to win, and they're going to knock off a one seed, and that's how McCaffrey's going <laughs> to check this box. I agree with you, Tom yep. Kicker.
3: I, I, if it's going to happen, that's the way it's going to happen. It's not going to happen when they're a three seed or a four seed or a five seed. They're just It's going to be one of these years where they just nobody gives them a shot, and uh, and we've left them for dead. And I think we've all left them for dead at this point. And (laughs) and they're just going to come out, and they're going to just can't miss two games. And it's just going to be one of those things. And. And then the bandwagon fills up
1: again.
3: <laughs> yep, Trent will be back on the bandwagon.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> he will. Well, of course. I mean, I'll, I'll, <laughs> and he won't be alone. <laughs> no, no. no. You know,
3: the,
2: this team, the ups and downs all throughout the course of the season. Yep. I, I asked this earlier to Ken. The comeback win against Michigan State. The comeback win against Michigan. The comeback win against Indiana. The near comeback win against Wisconsin. Did that, for all intents and purposes, kind of cloud what's... An above average team, and that's all they are. And maybe in the grand scheme of things, McCaffrey, even getting this team to a tournament, should be maybe more commended than it certainly is right now.
3: Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think they are who we thought they were going to be. They yeah. just took a really, really bizarre Perfect. path yeah. to get there, which is, you know, winning a game against Michigan State that there's no way they should have won. Mm-hmm. And. Losing a game to Eastern Illinois that I don't care if Chris Murray, I don't care if all five starters right. were out. I agree. They still shouldn't lose the game to Eastern Illinois. Um, they've just had some confounding, weird, strange. That's why I uh, this team is just so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Just when you think they've, you've figured them out and they're circling the drain, they go to Indiana and pound the Hoosiers and hand a 20-point loss to them. I mean, who who does that right. that's just it's bizarre to me that um they've been able to do that so i think you guys uh, i just i don't know it it, it wouldn't sh- it it's- and Ken, Ken, and I are on the same boat. It just wouldn't shock me if they go to the NCAA tournament and win two
1: games. Yeah, i wouldn't. You. Now, having like, said yeah, that, we
3: should have seen that coming. We should have seen that coming. <laughs>
1: well, K. Okay, Kurt Miller did. Uh, or <laughs> yeah, we took a shot anyway. So, but if, if our scenario is indeed going to be proven right, Tom, and it's a long shot, let's be honest. They're going to need more yeah. from Connor McCaffrey and Euliss, and Peyton Sanford's going to have to fire up at least a three. Uh, you know, make yeah. make some. I mean, when you look at that stat line from yesterday. Um, Aaron Euless outscored Conor McCaffrey by one because Conor McCaffrey didn't score, and Euless had one point in the game. And Sanford, I mean, I get it. That's Fran McCaffrey, right? Two fouls in the first half. He's going he's gonna to foul you out until the second half. Neither of which were a foul in my book, but they were called, so they are what they are. Just, um, it was just one of those days. But if, in order for them to, uh, to move on in this tournament, Conor McCaffrey has to give. Uh, he has to make some shots. His offense has to tick up.
3: When you're only playing, ostensibly seven seven guys, right? yep. and three of them give you basically nothing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to win a college basketball game. Let's just be honest. It's just when you don't get scoring from three of your your players, and they the the only bucket, the only basket that they scored, not from the foul line, just bucket, was uh, an uncontested dunk for Peyton Sanford, and that was it mm-hmm. uh, from Ulysses. Connor and and uh, and Peyton and Peyton doesn't shoot a three and it just it, you that that kid is not timid and, and he just didn't shoot a three he turned down some shots in fact I thought and it, where he'd normally take the shot so they've got to get some more offensive production from those guys I felt bad for like where Bracho was carrying him oh, on back what a game the, the entire game I mean he's and and Tony got going in the second half but he was kind of missing in the first half too um you know, his body language was not great uh in the first half but he you know to his credit he bounced back but um yeah they've got to get something going it it just the i don't know the the body language is not great with this team right now
2: tired sick of hearing Connor yell at everybody what would you equate it to if anything
3: I don't know. Um, I I wonder if they're just worn down. Yep. Uh, you know, just playing seven guys for mm-hmm. months on end, and they, you know, he's checked out on playing Josh Dix. He's definitely checked out on playing Desante Bowen. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, that guy's not seeing the floor hardly at all anymore. Uh, so they have. Uh, you know, he says all the things. No, I got to play more in the press conferences. Well, you're in control of that, Fran. So, you know, you can you can make that decision. Uh, you don't forget about them either because they're right there on the bench. Um, so I I don't know what the answer is, but I I, I do the I. Just, they look like a tired basketball team, is what I thought.
1: They do, Uh, Tom. I get there was the that was their first game Thursday, but what uh, what was the United Center like as far as uh, Hawkeye fans made their way to Chicago? Clearly, there would have been more, you know, get there today had they advanced to today. But what was yesterday like? It was hard to tell uh, watching the game.
3: Yeah, it wasn't. um, It was a decent Hawkeye turnout, but not a great one. A lot of empty seats, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, More people showed up for the late session because Illinois was playing and um so you, you saw more more Illini fans than anybody else really um there are a good amount of Michigan fans yesterday um were in the building, and they got a quick exit so um yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of Ohio state fans either, and you know so the Michigan people that stayed around were rooting for Iowa because <laughs> uh they don't like ohio state, so that was uh, that uh, Iowa picked up some fans in that in that vein
2: eight. Nine, ten seed. What's your prediction?
3: Yeah, i I actually kind of think they're going to be a ten. Yeah, I do. I'm
2: open for an eleven. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just keep going down as long as it's not to Dayton, right? Yeah,
1: right. Yeah,
3: yeah. As long as it's not to Dayton, that's that's all we care about. I've been there, done that, and <laughs> that was not fun. Right. That's it's not fun climbing in the car on a on a Monday mm-hmm. uh and and saying, well, I'm headed to Dayton. See how it goes. <laughs> You know that's that was just not not much fun. Uh, unless they're going to, the only way I would say that I'd be in favor of Dayton is if the, the the they win and then the next game's in Columbus. Sure. Then then I'm okay with that. Then you don't have to go all that far. But otherwise, yeah, keep me close to home.
1: Do you th- and where do you think there's a chance that happens, Tom? I mean, when we hear on Sunday, where do you think that you're going to be? There, looking for a plane ticket or trying to find the shortest route in the car.
3: Where do you think they're going? I wonder if, I wonder if it's it. it well, if they're an eight nine, I think they're going to Birmingham. That would be my guess. Yeah.
1: Hello, Alabama. Um, Alabama
3: it'd be great if weights, they, yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, or Houston. You know, because I think they're going to send either Alabama yeah. or Houston to to Birmingham. So um, there's two number ones, and I think Purdue is probably not a one seed now. Maybe UCLA is if they. Mm-hmm. Win the pac twelve, so you know, Sacramento is gonna be in play. Uh, with that one. That's a and, long drive. Yeah, that's that
2: one half of the car. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, that's a that's a that's an airplane flight and <laughs> I'm being glad to, glad to do that because then if if Iowa loses, I can go see some family. So that would be okay.
1: That so. would work. On 3 Media, com. Tom Caker will have you covered wherever the Hawks are next week, whether it starts Tuesday or Wednesday at Dayton. We certainly hope that's not the case. But if they are, Tom will be there at com. part of On 3 Media. Tom, we'll talk to you next week. We appreciate it. Uh, cognizant that we may have to move you around to fit your schedule, but I'll be in touch, Tom. Thank yeah. you.
3: Thank you guys. Yep. Thank Talk you. To you Tom, soon. Yep.
1: Take care. Tom Kicker, HawkeyeReport.com. All right. First four callers right now. If you have not participated in this, ooh, somebody jumped the gun and beat the seven-second wow, delay. That's good. How about that? They're we waiting. Uh, but uh, now there's three open lines. It's five one five two eight four five nine six six. If you would like to participate in the Claxons Barbecue Giveaway, we'll give you four games. If you get the most right, you'll get a thirty-five-dollar gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets twenty. If you're getting a ring, stay there. You're in. Unless you've played in the last 30 days, at which time Commissioner Condon will toss you. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3.
2: If you own a house, you've got a huge asset. And everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is... If you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renner's Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to renterswarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renters Warehouse, you can't buy happiness.com. Huh. If you're thinking of incorporating or setting up an Iowa LLC, zoom right past LegalZoom and work with Rush Niggett, a Brick Gentry PC. He set up an affordable online small business package that helps you decide whether to form a limited liability company LLC or a corporation. With Rush Niggett's help, it's easy to form your new small business. Rush Niggett, a business lawyer with Brick Gentry Law PC. Go to rushonbusiness.com. It's good to have Rush. Hey, to get started. We don't want to make this too complex Hit us in the contacts Let's set up a
3: contract We, we want, want you at
2: Sonorama We make all the signs You just make the commas Stress-free life out in the Bahamas If you need a life without any drama It's just Sonorama 30 years experience And we ain't gonna drip back Building up a brand And we always keep it intact Sonorama of Urbandale 10301, Dennis Drive in Urbandale
1: Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Klaxon's Barbecue Giveaway Claxons, You can find them online, klaxonbbq.com, klaxonbbq.com. You can find Andy and his team, in Altoona, where they've been serving barbecue for over 25 years, that's a quarter of a century. 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, what does that mean? It means they're good. Uh, Restaurant staying open that long, that says something. Troy, Michael, Scott, and John in that order. I'll give you all the tiebreaker right now so you can give it some thoughts. It's Gabe Kalsher, total points, closest without going over. It was Troy that jumped the gun to get in here first. He's been, wait- he's been waiting to get back into this contest. And here he is. Hello, Troy. Hi, glad I'm off suspension. Broncos country, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Kansas is a four and a half point favorite over Iowa State. KU. Duke, two and a half over Miami. Duke. Northwestern, one and a half over Penn State. Northwestern. Creighton gives three and a half to Xavier. Creighton. Cape Cals, your total points, Troy, closest without going over. 22. 22. Troy, thank you. Appreciate it. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the weekend. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Michael is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Michael. How are we doing? Good, good, good. Uh, Kansas, four and a half over the Clones. Big Kansas. Duke, two and a half to Miami. Duke. Northwestern, a point and a half to Penn State.
0: Northwestern.
1: Creighton, three and a half to Xavier.
0: Big Xavier.
1: Total points. Gabe Kalsher closest without going over. 16. Thanks, Michael. Enjoy the weekend. Appreciate it. Scott's next. Hi, Scott. Hello. Hello, Scott. Kansas, a a four-and-a-half point favorite over Iowa State. Kansas. Duke, two-and-a-half to Miami. Miami. Northwestern, a a point-and-a-half to Penn State. Northwestern. Creighton's giving three-and-a-half to Xavier. Xavier. Gabe Kelscher, total point Scott. Closest without going over. 17. 17, Scott. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. And uh, John brings it to a close. Hi, John. Hi, guys. How are we doing today? Doing fine. Kansas, 4.5 over Iowa State. I'm going to go Clones. Duke, 2.5 to Miami. Give me Duke. Northwestern, a point and a half Penn State. I'm drinking Trent's Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Creighton, three and a half to Xavier. Creighton. Gabe Calcher, total points. Tiebreaker, closest without going over. We're going 19. 19. John, thank you. Uh, enjoy the weekend.
3: Thanks,
0: guys. You too. Yep,
1: thank you. Uh, thank you all of us who spent uh, at least part of your week listening to the Miller & Condon radio program. Trent, enjoy the family. Enjoy the Disney World. Thank you. Land. Yes. World. Off to Florida, you shall go. You'll I got a game tonight, though. Oh, you've got the championship. Yes, on
2: uh, six nine, The Bull, oh, it'll be the Valley that. Tigers and the Wolves of Waukee Northwest.
1: Uh, two best teams? Maybe. Maybe. Young right. Valley team, four sophomores in the starting lineup. Seems like maybe there's a chance to be back. Murph and Andy in five minutes. The Drive with Heather and Sean at three. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday.